0: The oh, now, Tedesco's over. James Tedesco. Big pleasures. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all a rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through these lineups for the Pacific Championship Final uh, for your Saturday and your Sunday afternoons. Uh, so the first game is the Kangaroos and the Kiwis. Is it a second game on Sunday or are they both on Saturday? Nope, Saturday and Sunday, I'm right. Uh, Anyway, first game, Kangaroos and Kiwis, Saturday, 2 p.m. I can't wait for this one. We've got Payne Haas and Tino back in the side as well. Um, So it is going to be very, very entertaining. And if you thought Australia couldn't get any better from from the last game, uh, you were sorely mistaken because they are about to have a massive lift, having both Peyton Haas and Tino back in the side. Obviously, Tom Flegler and Jake Dvojevic drop back to the reserves. So does Nico Hines, surprisingly. They pretty much go for the same lineup as they did in the first game. Uh, The only difference is that Valentine Holmes is still on the wing, uh, and obviously Selwyn Cabo is on the bench. Valentine Holmes, with his goal-kicking, though, had to keep him there, and he had a really solid game uh, against the Kiwis last week as well. So you yeah, had to keep him there, Valentine Holmes. But let's go through the main points for these lineups. The first one being uh Valentine Holmes in there over Selwyn Cobo. Uh Cobo, I feel like in game one, you know, he had a few poor defensive reads, and there were a few issues in his game where they sort of had to get him out of the side for a Valentine Holmes, and then Valentine Holmes killed it against the Kiwis last week. So obviously he retains his spot. Uh, I'm not too against this one either. I think that Valentine Holmes and Gatoni Staggs is a very dangerous combination. We did see a lot of that last week, uh, and obviously the Hammer definitely keeps his spot because he was absolutely fantastic in the last game, and he's probably been one of the better players of the tournament. Uh, apparently the favorite for the Golden Boot as well, him and Lindsey Collins. So Hammer, so Tabuifido obviously keeps his spot as well. Uh, Looking through the rest of this lineup, Uh, the big one for me for Australia, now there's not too many things we have to go through here because they're very similar lineups to last week, but the big one for me is Nico Hines getting dropped. Now, a lot of people said that he had a few defensive issues. He played for 10 minutes, not even. Let me go and get the stats up for the last game. I don't think he even played for 10 minutes in that game. Uh, And he set up a try, you know, he was throwing unders balls when he was put at lock forward, so he was playing a really solid roaming lock role. I guess at the end of the day, you'd sort of want uh, more forwards on the bench going up against New Zealand. I don't think it's very likely that uh, the Kiwis, they come in uh, and have a very similar game to last week. I think that they come in with a much tougher mentality. I don't think it's going to be a 13-plus win here for Australia, and we'll obviously go through it more in the preview, but... Uh, I definitely don't think it's going to be that 13-plus win. Uh, Player stats, let's get them up. Let's go to Nico Hines. So, yeah, he played, let's have a look, Nico Hines, 25 minutes. I didn't even think he played that long. Uh, But in 25 minutes, 35 metres, not too bad. Uh, Post-contact metres three. Had a line-break assist and a try assist. Obviously, that beautiful ball to uh, Cameron Murray. But just played more of a roaming lock role. He wasn't really a runner of the football. He was more of a facilitator. He was throwing unders balls. He was throwing cutout passes. Uh, He looked really, really solid for me through the middle. He was a really good link man. Yes, there were a few defensive things and obviously... Um, that's why they have Ruben Cotter there as well. But uh, I think that, you know, I think Nicole is very unlucky to be dropped. He was pretty decent for, you know, 25 minutes of football. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, you do want to be, defensively secure going up against uh, New Zealand. So it's fair enough. I do think he's very unlucky and I think that he was very impressive. And I think he's a great guy to have at 18th man as well Um, for this Australian side. If anyone goes down, he can cover a shit ton of positions. So uh, quite happy with uh, Nico Hines. I guess, out of the side. But then again, I do think he's very unlucky to be dropped. Reuben Cotter, though, uh, defensively solid. Paddy Carrigan, Lindsay Collins, all three of those guys coming off the bench. It is going to be an absolute handful um, for this Kiwis defense. Uh, as for the Kiwis, there are no changes going into this week. Kieran Foran is still the starting number nine. Farmani Brown still on the bench. Uh, literally no changes. It is literally the exact same side that it was last week. So nothing really to talk about here. Um, if all of those guys play well, then it is going to be a very, very interesting game. And I cannot wait uh, to see how they go as well. Um, as I said, I don't think it's going to be a 13-plus win at all for Australia. I think Australia still, still win the game. I don't think it's going to be 13-plus, though. I feel like Fisher Harris is going to come out with another level of intensity. So is Moses Leota. The forwards are going to run a lot harder. They're going to tackle a lot harder, too. It is going to be a way more intense game for me. I think that New Zealand aren't going to go out without a fight. Um, As for the Fiji and Cool sides, let's have a look and see if there are any changes uh, from last week. It doesn't look like there's any changes here for uh, Papua New Guinea. There always seems to be changes for... Uh, the Fiji inside. They always name a side And then they change it around Literally the next day uh, Tane Milne still in the back row uh, Caleb Lavane still at lock There's no real changes Changes It's pretty much the exact same side That they named before They have taken the hooker um, That was off the bench The number 14 He's been put into the reserves And they've picked up Number 21 Pio Secchi Who's a centre uh, And he's yeah, The number 21 jersey there had to come off the bench As the 14 instead um, and as I said, no real changes for PNG either. So it's going to be a really short podcast, not too many changes at all for either side. Uh, in terms of who I think is going to win this game, I think it is going to go the way of PG, uh, PNG, sorry, PG, uh, PNG. I think that they are, as I said, not going to go out without a fight. I think it's going to, it's going to be two very tough games. I don't think Fiji are going to get on the roll that they did. I won't be surprised if they do, but I don't think that they will. I was very uh, impressed with Kurt Donahue. He'll be one to watch going into this next game because I thought he provided a lot of X factor. He combined very well with Kurt Donah- uh sorry, with Jareem Buller as well. Um, so I'm very keen to see how those two go in the next one. If those two get on a roll again, it's going to be very hard for PNG to defend. But uh, PNG, as I said, not going to go out without a fight. I think that um, you know they're going to come into this one with a lot more intensity. Jack de Bellen through the middle in terms of his defence is going to be massive. I love that Valentine Richard, very hard runner of the football, very impressed with him. Over the past few weeks, due to Rimbu off the bench, I think it's going to be massive for them as well. He provides so much X-factor and go forward. He's almost like a little Damien Cook, Jake Granville, earlier on in his career as well. Just in terms of that speed and nippiness out of dummy half as well, I'm very keen to see uh, how he goes. But, uh, look, as I said, no real changes for either side, and I'm very keen to see how these sides go going into the uh, the weekend and we'll obviously do the preview uh, closer to the games